Hi, and welcome to Moral High Ground, where I talk about what's morally right to you. Today, I'm talking about living up to your great potential, living up to perfection, and whatever little perfection mankind can have. You know, you gotta be strong enough, of course, to be able to live up to whatever expectation you have. You know, you want to be kind of like a koala bear in a tree. You know, you're sitting there and then you attack your mate and eat eucalyptus trees. I don't know. (laughs) I couldn't think of any other animal but a koala bear. But, you know what I'm saying. You got to live up to your potential. You got to be strong in, in your belief system. And, you know, just strong in who you are as a person. You can't never waver from what you want to believe in and who you are. And to live up to certain potentials, we have to eliminate all threats and negativity. And this is a big thing. It's not about isolating yourself like so many influencers and motivational speakers talk about it's about isolating yourself from negativity getting away from negative influences people who just do stupid crap they think something's funny they try to persuade you to do something because they're making a joke about you but you don't get it you know or they're trying to use you for something to take advantage of you you know the stuff i usually talk about but it's negative influence period you can be around somebody and they make you feel happy and stuff. There might be little things that, that annoy you, but you can hang out with them enough because you feel comfortable with that person. And that doesn't mean that they're a person worth, worth getting rid of. So, like I said, what other influences and motivational speakers talk about is actually kind of wrong. You want to be around people that make you feel positive, make you feel a little joy. Because maybe that little you know, problem you have, insurrection that you, you know, irritated by is actually something you need to learn to make you feel stronger as a person or make you understand people that feel the same way as that person. So that's just one thing. But to stay on a positive mindset keeps you focused on your main agenda, your main goal. And you can't focus on it with so many insurrections and flaws coming your way. Trouble, period. If you know, I mean, it should be common sense that drug life is bad because of things it does to people, what it does to the world, society, medications people on, all kinds of things with their body deteriorating. So if you know this, then obviously it's not going to help you move forward in life. And so if you're dealing with this situation, then obviously you're putting yourself in that place of mind where you're like, oh, I'm going to accomplish this, but you don't because you're distracted by the negative influence you put in your life by taking drugs and stuff. It's the same thing with having a relationship. You're putting yourself in a relationship where you know it's going to be toxic, and when I say you know it's going to be, because most people don't know, you know, you just get in a relationship and later on it becomes toxic. But 
it should be more than clear and obvious to you when you got a person who doesn't want to work, who doesn't give a damn about whose feelings they hurt, or who doesn't have any goals and ambitions and stuff. Especially if you got a goal. If you're going to say, I'm going to be a writer and I'm going to move to Cancun and I'm going to buy a condo or whatever the hell, then this is your goal. But you get with a person who doesn't have one, then it's like, what are you doing? Your person's going to hold you back. And by holding you back, you can't move forward. You can't improve yourself. There's no way to... There's no way to grow from being with someone like that. And this is the ultimate flaw I see in society with relationships, is that people are so eager, so lonely, desperate to get rid of somebody that they will ultimately put themselves in a relationship that's going to become toxic, especially women. They want to get with gangbangers and stuff. And it's not even the gangbangers fault it's the girls fault too because they like they think that's the that lifestyle yell at a dude and you know he's they like to you know like it's gonna do something like whatever is gonna motivate him to do something that's just toxic relationship you know a girl trying to get all tough to a guy that's already living rough and then you know it's just gonna go bump heads with each other and you're gonna be fighting in the streets and all that so it's bad but Ultimately, I think if you're trying to improve yourself, you need to avoid a relationship and think more about how you can improve yourself before you get to that relationship. Now, there's people that you can find that might grow with you, that might want to help you succeed when it comes to a relationship, but that is rare in our time period right now. And it's rare because so much selfish agendas, so much brainwashing when it comes to what women should do, what men should do, how they should treat each other, you know, how opposite sexes should treat. <laughs> I can't even say it right. Opposite sexes should treat each other. And so there's going to be a great divide. And so the best thing to do is to keep that division until you define someone that's worthy. But in the meantime, keep your focus on your main agenda. There's nothing wrong with being alone and trying to accomplish your goals, but if there's somebody that you interact with that might have a certain talent or skill that you don't, it's an individual you need to talk to and try to befriend without trying to force them to do stuff right away. You can't be like Lex Luthor and walk into a place after you told someone to help you, you know, make a book or, you know, edit something and be like, are you done with it I gave you? I need it done now. I want results. I want residuals, you know, and expect them to hurry up and get it done. People's creativity happens in a certain way. Some people take time to perfect it and whatnot. I think some stuff like YouTube videos get rushed so many times that people just throw stuff out there so it's easier for them to sit with a mic and headphones and just talk when easily. I mean, it's not hard to edit something together make a decent show like the crap you see on like I don't know like Urkel or Saved by the Bell any of those sitcom shows you can make that easily you can easily make a reality show reality shows are not a hard thing at all it's it's actually fairly simple if you watch the show and you pay attention to what they're doing 
all they're doing is they're filming someone during the week. They put an individual in a little separate room after they filmed everything, ask them questions about what happened that day, and then link it up the way they want to make it fit the scenario that they created. And that's about it. You know, they throw music and they make the recording intro, they stand around and, you know, throw words in between. This is not hard to do. Anybody and everybody can make a reality show. And it's just the same thing with sports events and so forth. These things aren't hard. You've watched it your whole life. But people on YouTube can't take the time to do these things because they're trying to rush to make shows daily. And you don't have to. You can do it once in a blue moon, whatever, throw something out. You know, there's this thing where if you don't uh, post something every six months or after six months, you, your monetization goes away. But the hell with that. All you got to do is post something once a month or whatever to keep your monetization. It's not a big deal. But people say, oh, you got to do it every day. Well, those people are crazy and they're not giving themselves enough time to create something perfect to perfection. You know, think of it like... You know, Thanksgiving, some people like to cook their turkeys really slow. And, you know, you sit there, you got to baste it and all this. And they take their time, but when they do it right, it comes out perfected. It tastes really good. It's easy to, to, you know, the meat comes off, you know, tender or whatever. And moist or whatever, I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about. Like an egg, you got to wait for the baby to hatch out. It takes time. Not something that happens, egg pops out, baby pops out, bam. No, the chick has to take time to hatch. And that's the thing, your plans, your dreams, your goals, they got to take time to grow. They got to take time to, you know, boil right. You know, they got to just come up in a way that just goes, wow. And then once that spark hits you, your inspiration levels, your rejuvenation is just jumped in and you're ready to jump in and just create something magnificent but with distractions you can't and if people are calling you all day and you're one of the people that's on the phone all day it's not going to work if you're distracted because you need to watch television or music whatever it is it's time to start putting some things aside to be able to do what it is you like to do and ultimately when it comes to things in this world is hard because there's always something in your way. Literally, there's always something. If they ain't a person, it's a, it's a bill. You gotta pay some kind of bill. If they ain't that bill, it's, it's some kind of law enforcement or judge is trying to tell you what to do. If it ain't that, it's some kind of business that's stamming you out of something. There's always something stopping you from achieving your goals. You gotta learn to deal with whatever it is that's stopping you deal with it, learn it, that's how they try to stop you, never forget it, and then try to move on and keep doing your thing and don't let that thing hold you back. There's days where stuff comes in threes, bad things, but if you can live through it, if you can go through it without going postal and trying to get guns and just go on a overkilling rampage, then you'll be able to get more reward later on. And I know because it hasn't happened to me billions of times. And so, to improve what you want to be, <clears throat> you got to focus yourself on 
thinking in a level, and I'm not thinking like arrogant, like you're better than everybody, but you gotta think of yourself that these people aren't on the same path as me. They're not trying to do what your goal is, and so you have to separate from the negative people, like I said, that doesn't want to try to work with your goals. And then there's those individuals that come at you, and you know, you might be doing something successful. They're talking about business. They want to do something, but yet they lack the ambitions and goals to do it, and they don't really do it because they hesitate, procrastinate, and they, they sit there and try to depend on you to take ideas from you to try to do something. And ultimately, it's because they're not that intelligent. So just be like, when you deal with this type of individual, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, maybe, man. Yeah, I might do that. Yeah, why not? And then do your own thing. Because that person's not going to follow through with meeting you when you're serious about trying to explain a business plan to them. They're not going to sit there and listen to the, or the stuff you're reading from a paper that you came to with a plan, a business plan, or a proposal. So that individual's worth nothing to your time but wasting it. And it's just sad to say, even though the person can be a good friend, someone you can talk to, like, but ultimately, if they don't want to do something, don't force them. And even if they bring it up after you've already set in your mind that you're not going to work with that individual, just let them talk because they're not going to hold true to that. They're going to change up the next time you see them. Oh, yeah, man, we'll meet up another day or something like that. They're not going to stay focused. I'll be back in a second, people. Okay, I'm back. So, the point is that you need someone that's going to follow through and helping you. Someone that truly cares for you. It's hard to tell. Because so many people wear so many disguises and masks that you don't know who you're really literally talking to half the time. And the intelligence level on some people compared to your own might be smaller. And it just takes time to listen to what they're actually saying, you know, or if they're in the right state of mind. And that's where the next part of what I'm saying comes from, trying to keep yourself to move to a level where you can function and get these things handled. You can't do it if you're fatigued. Literally, your mind will go to shit. There's a part where if you've been up too long, you start to get loony. I go through this daily. I work graveyard, and, you know, I barely sleep sometimes, so... The issue is, okay, can I keep my mind focused? And then I have a certain job where people want to always come up and talk to me. At a certain time of night, my brain then went to mush. And so they're asking me these questions that usually, if I'm well-rested, I can answer. If it's history, science, whatever the hell they're talking to me about, personal stuff, I can talk about it when I'm well-rested. But if I can't, it's going to sound gerbil. I'm not going to remember everything because I got the blocker in that says you need to lay down and get some rest. And that's the truth. You will run yourself tired trying to please people. So you can't do this. You got to please yourself before someone else. And if that's to do with your family, make sure when you say pleasing yourself, yourself includes your family. And I'm not talking about your relatives like your cousins. And even if you got a girl and kids, I'm not talking about your brothers and sisters or your mother or father. I'm talking about your girl and your kids. Just your p 
people you love that you created your own family with. That's your intimate family. That's your tight-knit, close-bonded family. And it needs to be treated like family matters, okay? You got to come close together, look out for each other, grow with one another, love one another, make family bonding moments like going to the camp together and you all spend a, a month out there or something or making little events, traditions that family do like, hey, we're going to do this event we do every year where we try to see who can draw the best or who can, you know, build the best, you know, tower out of bagels or something. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I just made that up. I don't know. But it just makes sense to make these things happen. Traditions, you got to build a foundation when it comes to family and when it comes to your personality. But like I said, there's things that will stop you. And the family part is even more difficult because you already got to learn how to deal with the people you're in love with, which is your kids and your, and your women or woman or man or whatever it may be, you know, because vice versa. But the other people outside should not be involved. You got to leave all these people behind. That's why I say relatives, that's not your family you created. Needs to stay in mind their own business. It's just that simple. You know, some family members are worse than others, and so they'll just rub their bad behavior on the children or the woman to try to have sex with her. All kinds of crap you don't know. Or vice versa, that, you know, the girl sister might sleep with, you know, her man. It's not right. But this is life, and this is the reality we live in in the United States of America. So protecting yours and, and trying to build a foundation is great. So I say the best thing a family can do to grow a strong bond, a very strong bond, is to make a business. Why not? I mean, you can do all kinds of things, camp and, and you know, go hiking or you know, go out to a family dinner, go to an amusement park, but that's just a small blimp of memory and as they get older, they forget, you know, they might have little fond memories of it, but maybe it wasn't fun for them like you think it was. And so I say a family business is the way to go. Make your own film company as a family. Make your own restaurants. You know, I think restaurants would be great. Family-owned restaurants. Mom-and-pop shops, they call them, you know. Make these type of things. And it might make the economy better. It might make things way better if people start going to work for themselves and take money out of these corporations that are taking money from all of us, putting products out there that's not healthy for us, putting clothing out there that no one really should be wearing or that doesn't fit at all, and putting electronics out there that are messed up and we gotta go back and, and buy another one, replace it and so forth. But if family businesses work together, you know, mom, dad, daughter and son, or multiple daughters and multiple sons or whatever, and they have a family and they all have a business, they start their own little, um, when I read the LLC, it was about, you know, sole proprietorship is a one individual, a partnership is bad because unless, like I'm saying, it's family thing, but then again, it's still bad if your woman's not uh, evenly yoked with you.
but because one person could not do anything in the business and the other person does everything, and then what the other person didn't do will fall back on the main person that's doing everything. And so that means lawsuits and everything. So that's why partnership is bad. But with a corporation, when you make your own corporation, your own company, you have a tribunal, you have uh, a board meeting, you have multiple people involved. And so if you started one as a family, you have multiple family members that's all involved in this. If you started a little restaurant and you wanted to make it a, a business of a franchise corporation, well, the dad's the, the boss or the CEO, the mom's the second you know, president of the business. The kids, depending on their age, become, you know, managers, co-managers, uh, overseas managers, whatever. And the business grows that way. It's that simple. You know, you know, uh, treasurer. Uh, one of the, let's say, a son was a treasurer or a daughter, and then another one was part of uh, marketing. And this is how family should grow. I believe this is the main focus if a family is stuck in the old, not, let's not say stuck, but a family that holds old traditions and they want to be married and have kids and the kids are there, that they should try this. And I think this would be a lot better than just working separately, never seeing each other, thinking the other one's cheating, not knowing what your kids are doing, what they're getting involved in that might be dangerous for their whole life. And I think this will move a whole family circuit forward into a positive world. And then not just make this company, but avoid other companies that have way too much profit, skyscraper buildings in New York or something. Take the money away from them and put it into the family. And this is just my idea for moving forward and keeping yourself motivated and just making a positive life for your family. But when I come to a point where I'm saying it's a struggle to try to achieve anything, but you can't give up. You just got to keep on keeping on. It's like I'm steady do this podcast. I don't know if it's going to get popular or not, but I do know this. It helps me release stress and talk about what I need to talk about. And hopefully someone's listening and they can do the same thing. Go and make a podcast, do what they feel to make them feel good. And, you know, when it comes to when it comes to self-improvement, though, of course the normal things pop up. It's about physical strength, so you got to work out. And it's about eating right. I don't think none of us eat right, no matter what diet or on or whatever you do. I'd have been through all kinds of weird diets. It's just about moving physically. Physically will take your weight off. You know, the more you move, the more it falls off. Sweat and whatnot, you know. And that's one thing. But I'm saying mentally, physical is good, but mentally, we're all unstable. I'm not going to say that... The, there's just certain people who have mental problems. There's lots of people who have mental problems. I mean, probably the whole damn nation. Because you hear people talk, and then there's certain things that they're... There's certain ways you can de detect without even having to go to college to learn therapy. You just talk to... You be around enough people in your life, 
you can tell when someone's not dealing with a full deck, you know. They don't lost the whole card deck, okay. And, you know, the dealer can't even see the cards, <laughs> you know. So it's like you're sitting there, you're talking to someone, and all of a sudden they talk about something that makes them mad, and they just start raging out and pointing fingers at you. That person has some kind of mental illness because every little thing pisses them off, you know. Or a person that's just there, like I was saying about a person that wants to go into business with you, but they don't do anything, and they just keep talking about it all the time. Like I said, ignore that person, but that person has a mental illness because they procrastinate on stuff. If you can see them not doing something and finishing the goals in their life, they're definitely not going to finish anything with you when it comes to working on a project. And so it's not worth your time. But there's a mental illness there for them to, to want to do something but can't do nothing and hesitate to do it on some kind of weird concept that they don't, you know, just doubting things and so forth, you know. And the same thing with women, there's a lot of mental illness there. And I just believe that's because they're victims when it comes to birth. You know, there's so many people out there that's got just these weird fantasies and sicknesses with women and it's just, it's overrated, stupid. It's like old hats, man. <laughs> and like me, I just enjoy a woman's laughter and a smile and I like looking at something beautiful when it comes to women and God's created the most beautiful thing when they create a woman. But you can't tell a woman that because as soon as a guy talks, oh, you're trying to do something to me. You're trying to do this and that. Well, maybe I just want to enjoy you for you. I mean, I don't have to violate you and all that crap because what's the point? We may not, we might not never get along. And just to have a sexual relationship with you might be hell for me. <laughs> but wasn't trying to make it a beef thing. But you just got to enjoy the people you be around. But you got to do positive things. You got to try to to move forward, I think. A good way to, to self-improve is to try new skills, new talents, you know, new trades. Try to figure out something you always like. You know, like if it's a guitar, go try and learn how to play a guitar. Any kind of instrument. You like a violin, go play a violin. Try to play Legend of Zelda or something on the violin. You know, anything, you know, and... It just, it's just going to improve you as a person. It's going to improve your talent skills. And even if people don't believe you and you say, oh, yeah, I used to play, the, I could play the piano. They're, you know, they're like, whatever. And then you just sit there one day and I know we're start playing piano. It's going to shock the hell out of them. Like, wow, this guy knows a little bit of everything or this woman can do anything. You know why? Because they don't let nothing hold them back. They just keep on doing it. Like me, I got so many projects that I'd be doing. You know, I work, yes, but when my day's off or when I got, let's say I'm up long enough during the day, I start doing these other projects because I like doing them and I want to learn something new. So every day has got to be about learning and self-improvement. you got to learn something a day. Even if it's just a little bit of, of nothing, it's something. <laughs> you know, that sounds weird, but it's the truth. And this is why I say the influencers and the motivational speakers are kind of wrong when they say get rid of everybody you need somebody but at the same time you can learn something from everybody somebody's got a little bit of something in a different way that will put you on a path to make you search for the truth or whatever they're saying and that truth might be the thing you're missing 
the key to your whole mansion, you know, key to success, as I said. And so you got to give things a try. You got to give people a try. You got to break out of the mold. But I think the best way is to find something that can help humanity before it breaks it. And that just makes sense to me. God put people on earth. And a lot of y'all might get tired of me talking about God. But God made a lot of people who did great things. And if one thing I noticed when reading the Bible is these people, they don't give up even though some of them doubt themselves like Moses did. But look how big Moses became in the story. First he was a, you know, baby abandoned, adopted by the richest people in Egypt. You know, the Pharaoh Ramses, the great Pharaoh Ramses, uh, was his, like, brother. You know, he murdered somebody, which means he went all the way down from royalty to a, a, a murderer. And then he comes back a prophet of God, I mean, God above everything on the whole universe wants you to talk for him, that's something. And then not just that, let a whole nation, a whole clan of people to salvation of the promised land on top of doing all the miracles, splitting the Red Sea, doing the curse on Egypt, you know, just like making a rock spill water out, getting the Ten Commandments, and making manna fall from sky, which I've researched a billion times, and there's so many different things people think manna is. But you gotta read the Bible, it's food from, the, from heaven. But that's a big inspirational story. He would not refuse to not believe in God. He would not stop trying to do what he had to do for the people because it became a purpose, a goal, a life experience that he would not change or give up and he wasn't the only one Abraham did the same thing you know Jacob had that same inspiration when he you know made the 12 tribes of Jacob they're all his children or should we say 12 tribes of Israel you know because later on Jacob's name becomes Israel after he wrestles with God until daybreak don't get me started with that I was obsessed with that story that part of the story for a long time because there's so many different things where they say man has seen, never seen God and live, shall never see God face and live. But you got Abraham talking to God. You got Jacob wrestling with God. <laughs> you got Moses just shining because God was there. And there's just so many things. But these people are determined, strong, and they stick to their convictions. Same thing with Daniel in the Bible, Samuel, Jesus himself, you know, but there's some that are popular who believed in God that were of God, but didn't do as much as it could to get right with God. Like Samson, for example, he had strength of God, powerful guy, fell victim to love with a woman, but at the same time, he wasn't living to the purpose that Israel wanted for him. The, the, the you know, uh, Nazarites, which were pretty much Hebrew, Israel people, 
okay? And he wasn't living up to their expectations. And, you know, he had to, you know, fight the hard way to get God's plan to happen. And then there was Saul, King Saul, who before David became king, you know, he was the king. And, he, you know, he's got Samuel telling him all this stuff he's supposed to do in the name of God. But yet he did things earthly against what God wanted. Ultimately, his fate became uh, sublime. You know, he ended up dying and in a harsh way. And there's lots of others that had to suffer a penalty. David himself had to, King David himself had to suffer the loss of a child. And then on top of that, he had to suffer his children pretty much destroying each other and his son Absalom trying to take over his kingdom and ultimately suffering a, a fate of death as well. So, and he still managed to give birth to Sanix, uh, Solomon, who became one of the wisest people ever in the Bible. And so, but the thing is, is this, these people were determined. They were focused. They couldn't let nothing get in their way. They couldn't let nothing waver them from their belief. And this is how I think people need to be. People need that essence of God, that spark. We all do. And even if we have it and we think we're losing it, we need to strengthen it to make it as bright as the sun. And I believe we can do this. I believe we can inspire, um, give inspiration to every man, woman, and child on this planet. We can pull those people out of the muck, the dirt, and give them confidence, the tools and abilities to become strong individuals that are focused on living a better life. A life through God, Christ, through Buddha, whatever they want to believe, but they can focus it on the right path. There's no reason why we should all run around hating this and that, fearing people just talking to them. Women shouldn't just fear men, or men shouldn't be, you know, frustrated and tired of women. It's just, this is just concepts that make no damn sense. And there shouldn't be all these groups running around, making divisions, taking away freedoms by freedoms, poking holes at our Constitution by saying, hey, let's get rid of these freedom of speech. Let's get rid of guns or let's keep them, whatever. You know, let's do this with abortion. Let's do, I mean, we're talking about people's lives when it comes to abortion. We're talking about all these different things going on. And yet, no one's truly happy. We'll say, oh, you get a law passed to, you know, stop someone from doing drugs in the street. Okay, are you happy now that it's got passed? Maybe you're satisfied because it makes your community better, but did it truly make you happy in life? Did it, did it move you forward? No. It just made you help accomplish something. But because so many people voted on you on it, you're not the only one that was involved. But you feel like you did something powerful. There's this guy I talked to once in a while, and he's always going on about how he put away a local murderer in Oregon. And, uh... He talks about the trial and how he was on the jury duty. It pretty much sounds like perjury in some kind of way. I guess that's what you would call it, where they pretty much 
set it up to where he goes to jail. And it sounds wrong, but the guy did murder uh, people. Won't give up the guy's name, neither one of them, or what happened. But the, the whole point of what I'm saying is this guy convinced the jury trial to help convict a man, but the man might have had a fighting chance with some evidence on the table. But he always talks about it as if he's the only one that did it. You have a jury of 12. There's no way in hell you're not the only one that did it. People take pride in things and they act like they achieved something great. But there was somebody with them. Unless you're truly doing something by yourself on your own, you can't take credit for something that people are fighting for as a group. And I can literally take credit because I do all my stuff on my own. <laughs> my YouTube channel, this podcast, my writing, my editing, both books and my YouTube channel. You know, my music I made, you can find it, Big Black African. Like my comedy thing, but it's out there. It's on this Spotify, stuff like that. So, I mean, I did all of them on. Because I, most of it was just I want to do it, to be positive. But music was to prove people wrong that it takes talent to make. It doesn't take that much talent to do anything. It just takes inspiration, dedication, and motivation. And if you can't do any of these things, then you're not living up to what it means to be a true human, a true inspiration, and a beacon for people to, to have hope. And this is where God comes in. You gotta have hope. So to have hope, you must believe in something, or you'll fall for nothing. And that's just the way things go. Life ain't worth living if you can't feel alive. So you gotta feel alive by making things to make you feel like you accomplished something with your life. And that's the thing. So I'm going on too much about that type of stuff, but. The moment I'm thinking about this, it's, it's not just about one person, it's about the world. And with me, it's always like that, obsessed with the planet. Can't rule it, can't save it, what can I do? <laughs> you know, maybe just try to help take away the, the pain that Earth feels daily, you know. But... You gotta get sleep. You gotta be able to stay away from negative influences. You gotta make it to where you feel relaxed but don't feel too relaxed. I mean, you can get off work, drink a beer or two. Don't drink a whole case or a fifth and be completely, you know, blacked out drunk because then, you know, it's not gonna work. Don't over smoke pot if that's what your thing is. And, you know, be so stoned you don't know what's going on. You can, in some cases, like smoke a little weed, play a video game, or watch a movie, but don't let it overpower whatever it is you're doing. I mean, it's all on you. You're going to, you know, pick all these different options anyway. I'm just saying it's best to keep the mind focused and clear. You know, like a lot of people ask me, because Portland, Oregon has turned into this, like, super drug state now. It's like everyone's on drugs. And I, I feel like an outcast because... For whatever reason, I smoke cigarettes like crazy nowadays. 
And it's not nothing new. It has to do with having a lot of evil exes. And chicks made me nervous. But I can't shake the habit. But I smoke cigarettes more than anything. I, mean, I drink beer here and there. And I got a fifth. I've been, I mean, this is how good my restraint is. I got a fifth in my cabinet that I haven't drunk in four months. We got two of them. One I even opened. And it's just like, it's not that serious. Then to be drunk, like it can, you know, get you get the headache. You blog, it's like you're crippling yourself because you got a hangover the next day and you're lazy and stuff. And I think a person every day got to drink and smoke weed. You're trying to hide from something or you're not really satisfied with the reality that you're in. And it's something I had to learn by experience. When I stopped hanging around people in my 20s and I kind of just sat there and got to know myself and the things I like and interesting just grew my own uh, abilities and, and talents was by just looking into things that, that all interested me. You know, I hear about a book, I go check it out for myself or someone said they like something, I go, oh, hmm, and I go buy it for myself. I remember watching a movie at a friend's house and, you know, he was going on about this movie and whatever, how he felt, but he kept talking through the whole thing, so I didn't pay attention that well, but it seemed interesting. And, you know, after I left, I just went and bought the damn movie. And he was like, oh, this isn't that a... He brought it up again, because there's some actor, I think it was Seth Green was in it or something, that he liked, and I was like, yeah, I bought the movie, man. And he goes, you bought it? Like, yeah, and this was all before streaming services and stuff. And so I was like, yeah, I bought it, man. He was like, what? He could have just borrowed it from me. I said, well, I'm not that type of person. If I like something, I'm gonna get it for myself. You know, there should be no reason to steal from anybody. And you shouldn't be stealing people's stuff. You shouldn't be stealing people's ideas. And you damn sure shouldn't be stealing anybody's trust. And in women's cases, you shouldn't be stealing men's heart just to get what you want. All of it is fraud and deception and puts you in one of the lowest pits of hell. And there's no coming back from that, you know. And uh, I don't know. I just want you guys to understand. You're worth it. You're worth everything in the world. There's nothing that should hold you back. There's nothing that should keep you from trying to achieve your dreams and goals. You come up with something you want to do. That's the moment you say, okay. I need to cut people off for a minute, and I gotta seriously focus on how I can do this. YouTube can give you information on anything. Talk to the TV, <laughs> because now I just talked to my remote. I want to see, uh, I don't know, when Stimpy it shows you when Stimpy. How to create a cabin in the woods? Bang! It shows you how to create a cabin in the woods. And whatever you want, you know. Oh, like right now, I've been playing guitar again, so. Uh, how to play Dengue Woman, bang, it shows me how to play Dengue Woman, a blues song or whatever, and I can sit there and, and practice with it. And I showed someone else that was trying to play the piano about three months ago, and he's been doing it every day. He goes and watches the how to play the piano on YouTube, and it actually plays it. So these are things that are not hard to obtain now because we have so much knowledge. College is just a, a way to put yourself in debt when you have all the access tools to you at home, on your laptop. Most people, you know, they'll go and they'll watch porn or whatever. It's not really a big deal, you know, to, I mean, yes, yeah, the sex, wow, big deal. 
but it's better than that is having it with someone that you worked hard to get that works hard with you that actually cares for you and you care for them so to get that you need to get some kind of wealth some kind of thing working well so you can feel satisfied I'll put in other words first you'll get the money then you'll get the respect then you get the power then you get the bitches man <laughs> okay the world is yours chico and everything in it and that's the bottom line because stone cold said so and it's, it's, it sounds like a fake reality to some people but you gotta constantly motivate yourself you gotta be like these guys in the bible stay determined focused with a purpose that no one can waver them from their belief and that that, is, that doesn't just mean God it means whatever you're trying to achieve stay focused don't let no one make you waver from your plan oh forget about opening your food cart don't you want to sell stuff online no you want that food cart that plan you originally created no I'm not doing what you want to do I'm going to do what I want to do you got to be like this with everything and just because everyone else does it doesn't mean you have to I've been a rebel in so many ways for a very long time. I mean, pretty much my whole existence on this toilet earth. And every time someone, a group likes something or the populace likes something, I don't understand what the hell's going on. I don't follow it. And I always do my own thing, you know. It's like, you know, if everyone likes a certain music, I really don't like it. But if everyone watches a movie and they like it, I'll wait till after they don't like it no more to watch it. This is a thing of mine. Because sometimes people, you know, they're all like, oh, this is cool. They're just liking it because someone else likes it. They're not originally seeing it for what it really is. And so that's how the type of person I am. The same thing with, like, just anything, of any kind of way people believe, whatever. I got to analyze all of it before I can like it. I'm not just going to follow the crowd and go, Oh, this is right? Okay, bang, this, I'm going to do that too. No, I want to see for myself if it's right. I can determine the difference between what's morally right and morally wrong because I understand what's good and what's evil, and most people should do that nowadays. Understand the dark side of things and the good side and figure out what's, what's right. Now, most people can say there's good and bad, but there's just many different shades of gray. There's always... A potential for someone to be good or evil and we got to find a way to motivate the good and distract the evil because so many people like bad things because it looks cool but how cool is it when you're six feet under or in a place where they don't want you to live the life the way you want to they try to medicate you or something or you're crazy or you're a criminal and then in the end you have no one and everyone that knew about you forgets about you. So it's best to try to make yourself something that some people can look up to, some people be proud of, and want to be around, want to talk to, and all that. And the way they do that is they stand out by going and achieving their goals. Like I said, not wavering, believing in something strongly, and never giving up and looking out for those I care for. 
And so this is the best way to achieve self-improvement, the best way to take care of yourself. All I'm saying is be the best person you can be. And to do that, you must always, always keep your thoughts and your goals as your main focus in life. And don't let no one break them or make you feel you can't do it. And with that being said, I'm the great Shelby Lee Kyles. Peace be with you all and blessings upon you always. Till next time. Peace.